This is Calvin, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. You've accessed the Do You Know Show, and we're bringing you bits of knowledge and information you might not have heard from people you might not know. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this show and others, please log on to KUCI.org. Um, glad to be back, y'all. <laughs> I mean, really, really glad to be back. And uh, we got an exciting show planned for you today. Well, actually, it's not planned. Um, it's a show that we just uh, came up with last night, as a matter of fact, because my guest um, wasn't able to make it today. He had a, a dinner that he had to attend. You know, when you're in that corporate world there... They have dinners. You have to, um, you have to be able to attend them. I'm getting a call, which I'm not going to take. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to turn my phone down so that won't happen again. But um, uh, again, I'm just man. I'm just so happy to be back. What we're going to do, um, as I said, since this thing is not planned, uh, I got a couple of guests here, and uh, we're going to talk to them for a while for the first half of the show and then the second half of the show yeah, as you know I've been away for a while so I'm going to kind of talk about that escapade I'm going to call it for the second half of the show and I hope and, and pray that everybody will be uh, interested in it and get something from it uh, you know what I'm going to do right now as I said we're going to interview these, these guests that I have and um, I'm not going to tell you their names <laughs> <laughs> As we go along, I want you to kind of guess who it is that we're talking to. And uh, if you don't feel like it, that's okay as well. But I'm definitely going to expose who they are at the end of the show. Uh, but for right now, we're going to call them Ms. G and Mrs. G. <laughs> Ms. G and Mrs. G. And uh, you, that, that might give you a little hint, but, uh, but we're going we're gonna to go on with that uh, from there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really not going to tell you exactly what their ages are, but there's a pretty, uh, matter of fact, uh, almost a 40-year gap between their ages. And Ms. G, I'm just going to say, is, uh, is, is in her early 80s. And Mrs. G is in her late 40s. Now, you all know that you ain't supposed to tell a woman's age, and I just told two women's ages, but, you know, in the middle of the show, you'll see why I felt that I had the liberty to do that, so <laughs> here we go. Okay, Mrs. G, how you doing over there? How's it going? Doing well. Um, Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. Good for y'all to be here. Um, and so, uh, from my understanding, um, you've um, been on this show before. You've had me here before. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, tell me what that was like for you. Was it was it was it nervous for you? I mean, were you nervous or how did it go? And how do you feel now about it? Well, turns out you know me pretty well, uh -huh. and I was worried about you asking me questions <laughs> that would make me expose things about myself that I've not really shared with the public. Okay. But you did pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so how do you feel today? You, you're not scared? Back in that same way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to, well, I, I, you, you know me pretty well, too, and I don't try to, to, uh, uh, to, to change my questioning or try to figure out what I'm going to ask. Just, whatever comes up is going to come out. And, 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 and you, Ms. G, how are you? I'm just fine. How are you? I'm doing well, I'm doing wonderful. well. Yeah, yeah. So um, you're here in sunny California because, from my understanding, you don't live in this, in this state. No. Feels good to be here because where I left, there's so much snow. It's just wonderful to be away from that. Even though the reason I came here was not something I needed or wanted to come for. Okay. Reason. Okay. Okay. But we, you, you're happy to be here though. Well, most definitely. Have the people that you stayed with? Uh, are they showing you a good time? Are they treating you bad? How are they treating you? They are treating me wonderfully well. They are <laughs> okay. I've been eating has just been awesome. Okay, okay. You know, that, that kind of says a lot because people don't know, but this, this young lady here, now Ms. G, is the one that's over 80 years of age. 
And Ms. G, whether you guys know it or not, just stopped teaching aerobics about, I think maybe, how long ago has it been that you stopped teaching aerobics? Probably a couple of years. A couple of years, y'all. This woman stopped teaching aerobics. I'm talking about that high-impact stuff, aerobics. And I'm going to tell you how, how intense her aerobic classes were. Um, I went to her aerobic class, and I'm probably almost 20 years her junior. And when I was in the class, uh, it was mostly women. I think it might have been one man in the class, but the rest of them were women. Might not even been, I might have been the only man in the class that particular time. But anyway, she started, uh, started doing the class, and it got more and more intense. Now, she had already introduced me, and everybody knew, you know, about, you know, the age I was. And, and, and then again, me being a man, I had, you know, my ego was still going on, and I was not going to let this woman outdo me. And so I went through the entire class. Every time she said kick, I kicked. Every time she said jump, I jumped. And it went on for about, I guess it was about a 40-minute class. And at the end of the class, I walked out, my head held very high, and I got to that locker room and fell on that bench. And I don't think I came to for about 30 minutes, you know. And that's the kind of high-intensity aerobics that she's been teaching. And how long have you been doing that? It's been over 30 years. 30 years. 30 years teaching aerobics. That's amazing. Now, the reason I brought that up is because you said you've been eating pretty good. And from my understanding, you've always been one to be careful about your diet and that kind of thing. So what's so different about the food that you're eating here in relation to what you're eating at home? More the way it's being prepared. Um, I, I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, and I'm getting that here as well. But it's prepared so much differently than what I do at home. Generally, I eat a lot of raw foods. Okay. And uh, the things that I'm getting now, even though you've got the pasta and the veggies and that kind of thing, uh, they're being cooked. Um, not very much, but just enough to be very, very tasty. Okay. That's great. That's great. So, um... Now, you, you, uh, I understand that you had, had, uh, had some plans about, uh, you know, changing your, your um, environment in terms of moving. And I heard you, you know, you were okay with Texas out here. Now you're okay with California. But what, is, uh, what does it look like? Because you're getting ready to go into another, uh, let's say, another venture um, in terms of uh, um, catering to the needs of the elderly in terms of exercise and that type of thing. So you think that will kind of like keep you in Chicago, which is where you're from, or move you around, or you haven't even considered those things yet? I didn't give a lot of thought to that. I didn't give a lot of thought to that. But the fact is I'd probably be more comfortable at this time in Chicago okay. as much as I know people there that I can work with because what I'm, what I'm uh, studying right now means that I need students. And since I'm not in a studio right now, that's something I have to think about, and I don't know places like that in California or in Texas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, now this thing, this whole thing about uh, uh, working with working with people in terms of their ex exercise, it, that seemingly is a passion for you. I think so. Okay, okay. So. And, and and what brought you to that point? Well, you know, I've been interested in exercising and taking care of my body for many, many years. And I okay. suspect that after a while I was working in a place or going to a place where they're taking exercise and somebody asked me if I was the instructor. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, no, I'm not. And I said, well, you're so good at that. And finally, at some point in time, I decided to get involved in it. Okay. And uh, I found out that I needed to go back to school in order to do that. And you know me very well, so you know that I was not really concerned that I was the age that I was <laughs> back to school. Right. So, it, it's worked out very well, and I wound up being, you know, really getting involved in it and winding up being a director of health and fitness as a result of what I had done. I've done a number of different things with different people mm -hmm. as regards health and fitness. Okay, okay. And I, I understand that you've got, um, uh, in terms of recognition, you received a lot of recognition for doing what you do. As a matter of fact, it, it was uh, some years ago I was at, at work, and a guy came up to me. He said, man, don't you know her? And he pointed to the Ebony Magazine, and you were a featured person in Ebony Ebony Magazine for being, I think at the time you were over 50 or something, or was it 60? I don't know what. I believe it was, yeah, 50. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. And, 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 how, and how does that feel for you to be recognized as such? Yeah, it feels wonderful. Okay. It feels wonderful. Mm -hmm. I don't feel bad about the fact that so much of the studies that I did, I was with people who were 
much younger than me mm-hmm. and had no idea how old I was. And when they found out after I was on that television show, mm-hmm. uh, my age, the, the one person in the class said, now I know I need to start working because I've been doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's so amazing because we're, we're right here on a college campus, and uh, the majority of the students are probably between the ages of 18 and 25, I'd say. And so uh, in terms of them uh, looking at where they are now, I'm sure, because I know when I was in, 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 in college getting my, my bachelor's degree and, and my master's degree, it was, uh, it was the type of thing where I was always intimidated and said to myself, when I get done with this, it's over. And here you are, you're still in school, involved in school today. What, do you, what kind of, I mean, what, what drives you to continue to do that, continue to learn? It's just exciting to do that. Okay. And I love learning. I really, really enjoy that. And uh, so I have to get into something that I know a little bit about, I think makes it easier uh-huh. to do what I do. Okay. So I just keep doing studies in that regard. And I... I always work at it so that I can continue to keep my certification. I have to do continuing ed credit hours all the time to keep my certification. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I don't want to lose it because that was probably one of the most difficult exams I've ever taken. Is that right? And I know that they've changed things over the years, and I don't want to have to go through that again. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I continue to do the the hours that I need to do to keep my certification, and I have to renew every two years. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking at this one. (laughs) It's like, it's just so amazing because the fact that, you know, I know how old she is. I haven't told y'all yet. Y'all just know over 80, but I know how old she is. And the way that she talks and the way she carries herself, you would have no idea, you know, the the, the age of this woman. And and, and her drive to continue to to do what she's doing is nothing but an inspiration to the rest of us who are still striving to stay to stay informed to stay knowledgeable of the things that are going on in the world and not only that but to contribute something to the lives of, of other people now now mrs g <laughs> mrs g uh is um she's on on the on kind of like not on the other end but on a, another another part of the spectrum and that is she's teaching uh uh here at irvine and um, one, one, one thing that I want to ask you before when you were here, how do you feel about what you're doing in relation to uh, your passion for learning yourself? I mean, the, the way that you teach children, is it indicative of the way you would like to be taught or do you really have a method for teaching? I have a pedagogy that really involves, involves um, Oh, you got me moving by the mic. I can't yeah. think and move okay. and all of that. I'm not a guy. I don't walk around talking. Oh, now we're going to do some sexual stuff, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're not a guy. Okay, go I ahead. I better, you know, being still uh-huh. sometimes. But mm-hmm. it's really about helping the student to develop their creativity and to learn things as they do them. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, I have a composition class this quarter and rather than giving them lessons um, and teaching them about a specific problem or a specific um, approach to the composition, I may give them an assignment for a certain instrumentation, let them deal with the style that they want to choose musically to write for, but in the process, they may come upon certain challenges and they realize things about the whole nature of writing music in terms of the process of creating, in terms of dealing with the form of the piece they wrote, in terms of the stylistic aspects and how to have diversity within the style and and to be able to, you know, maximize their expressiveness in what they're writing. So all these things come up while they're actually attacking the act of Mm -hmm. doing something. Okay. and the same with my jazz history class. I really like to, even though I have 200 students in the class this quarter for jazz history, I really like to engage them in a dis- in discussion and have them participate in conversations in issues relating jazz music to a- American history, to African American culture, to you know different concepts of freedom versus tradition and. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of these types of things, because I think that's really, you have to have some type of, like you talked about passion, and then you have to have that kind of passion when you're learning something. Otherwise, you're not really learning. You're just memorizing right. and 
you know, you have to have something to connect yourself to what you're learning mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. it sticks and so that it actually becomes a part of, of who you are and what you're trying to do. Okay, okay. And uh, and I want to apologize to both of you for keep motioning you to come near the mic, but I'm sitting here looking at this monitor and, and people in the, in the audience cannot hear you because it's so low, but the closer you get to the mic, the better they're able to hear you. So I don't want to put you guys on the spot and make you uncomfortable, but it's so important to get close to those mics. So thanks, y'all. And I know all the listeners are, are thanking you. And, and if you guys want to, you can give them a hand. Let me hear. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> They're clapping really loud. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I want to, I want to do, I want to talk about a couple of more things. Um, and, and education, I think is one of the most important things on the planet. And, and every show that we have some aspect of being educated is, is mentioned. And, uh, it's just so amazing to me that there are so many arenas in terms of education and in terms of what it is th that's offered to people that, that, that they can learn. And, and Ms. G and Mrs. G are both involved in, uh, in, 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 uh, disseminating education in their particular fields. And uh, it's just such a blessing to have them on the show and to share with us uh, what they do in those arenas. Something else that I, I, th I think is so very important is that education is not simply about going to school or taking classes, but education is also about communicating with one another and, and hearing and sharing some things that are important to us. So I'm going to put both of you on the spot and either one of you can go uh, first or second or whatever the case might be. But uh, what I would like to ask you, each of you, is what do you feel in terms of uh, your passion is the most important thing that you can contribute to the welfare of our of our universe what 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 is that what would that be my thing is that what i've learned i've been able to share with others and i think we all need to be concerned about taking care of our bodies as best we can okay and i know that exercise is one of the most important things that we can do and, and uh, we also need to include the way we eat with that. Mm -hmm. And the things that I learn, I can share with others because I, I just want to be helping others to be better in whatever it is they're doing and whatever I have to offer. Okay. I'm to just give that. Okay. Okay. Mrs. G. <laughs> well, actually, I want to take the opportunity to bring up the fact that we're at UC Irvine and this is Black History Month. Uh-huh. And um, this is important to me. Um, it's important to me that, that, you know, we have a really multicultural campus. Mm -hmm. And all of the diversity that we have, we should celebrate all of it. Okay. And this being kind of a nationally recognized concept of Black History Month, I think that UC Irvine should celebrate it. So actually, there's going to be an event that I wanted to let you know about on February 27th, Dwight Tribble, who is a renowned LA vocalist, will be doing a performance at the University Club. It's free to the students. Everyone's invited and it's gonna be a lot of fun. He's gonna be doing the songs of Oscar Brown Jr. Oh, wow. Who was a really amazing jazz vocalist in the history of jazz, but also a civil rights activist and a, and a lot of his songs really contain messages that can be really vital for us today. Mm -hmm. So I think that celebration of diversity and, and um, it, it being February, Black History Month, is something really important to me that I, I would like us as a community here at UCI to celebrate more. So I'm hoping with this, we can just develop it each year and make it even better and bigger each year. But that's something that on the top of my head that I really wanted to share and it's coming up. So thanks okay. for letting me share. Yeah, yeah. And give us the, the place, the time, and the date one more time. It'll be 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. on Thursday, February 27th. Okay. At the University Club. Okay. Um, you know, on the campus website, you know, we have the map. We can look up exactly how to get there from wherever you are on the mm -hmm, campus, mm -hmm. but it's right on the campus. Okay, okay. And, and, and what I'm... Free appetizers. Yeah, great. And what I'm hearing from you is that that it, outside of the Black History Month is a passion for you. Diversity. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think not just diversity for okay. diversity's sake, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, first of all, I feel that we make, sometimes we make too big of a deal about difference and 
not realizing that we all are connected. We all have, you know, we're all seeking happiness. Mm -hmm. We're all seeking, you know, community and and making some type of meaning of mm -hmm. our lives mm -hmm. and, and having people to share it with. Okay. I think all of us want that. And so in that sense, we're all really not different at all. Okay. But then at the same time, learning how to celebrate the differences that we have, because they're just little ornamentations, they're mm -hmm. nuances, mm -hmm. the cultural the cultural things that we can learn from each other and be inspired by each other, I think, um, are taken for granted a lot of times. Okay. Great. So I'd rather celebrate diversity than be a melting pot and like forget, forget that those things can be special mm -hmm. that we can share. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much. Um, both you guys, from my understanding, are mothers. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and again, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot. Whoever wants to go first and go first, that kind of thing. But tell me, in, in raising your children, what do you, in, in retrospect, what, if anything, would you have done differently? I'm not done yet. <laughs> well, you can tell us what you're going to do differently. <laughs> My daughter's 20. And this is a really great time to kind of stand back and allow her to solve problems, but be an ear, you know, for, you know, to listen to um, her thinking out her different situations that she's navigating and be supportive um, rather than giving direction. Rather than you giving directions. Right. 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 Okay. So, let helping her to have pro more problem solving skills. Mm -hmm. And I guess if, you know, it would have been, I would have enjoyed doing that even earlier. Right. But it's, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. it's a challenge. Yeah. Well, well, the thing is the reason, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because, I mean, as I said before, this is a college campus and I'm sure some ladies on this campus and men as well are going to be having some babies at some point in their lives. And so it's kind of interesting for me to hear from a mother's perspective, you know, exactly what you see and, 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 and retrospectively what you see. And so that's, that, that's why I'm ask, asking this question in the hopes that those who are listening can gain something from it. So, Ms. G, <laughs> what do you got to say about that? I'm just going to say that it's never over. Okay. Because they're always going to be your children, and so you have to be there for them no matter what goes on. Mm -hmm. But I want to say this. I want to say this, that uh, my family, the first graduate, or the first, I should say, college attendee was my oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my family, grandparents, mother, father, mm -hmm. none of them went to college. Okay. My oldest daughter was the first to go. Okay. And then her siblings followed after her. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, her mother followed after her as wow. well. Wow. So I was 40, 42 maybe by the time I was, I was um, a teenage parent. I got married as a teenager, let's right. just put it that way. Okay. And so I love all of my children, and I am so very well blessed to have all four of them to be successful individuals. Mm -hmm. I know I didn't do that by myself. I mm -hmm. know where it came from, and I'm okay. so grateful. And I am so very, very blessed to be able to see that happening and to recognize that some of my great-grandchildren right now are in college, and I am proud of every single wow. solitary one of them. Wow. I'm proud of all of my grands, though, whether they're college or whatever that might mm -hmm. be. I'm just proud mm -hmm. of every one of them because they're all wonderful children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if these is this what you would... Were no, 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 it's, it's a part of it because, it's you know, all of this is, is like verbatim. I mean, well, yeah, it is, <laughs> and it's not something that I want you guys to plan and what you were going to say and that kind of thing. So whatever comes up... Out of your 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 yourself is 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 good and is and it's definitely knowledge that we need and and it's you know it, you guys can't see what's happening in in, in this room but th this woman is breaking down I mean and I know if her children are listening they probably breaking down too and crying because these are some things I think that a lot of times we don't get the opportunity to share because we don't even think about them you know but to be in, a, in an environment like this talking to the entire world because this station is available to the entire world and 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 giving of yourself and your feelings to others you know i'm sure all of us can can relate to what it is that you're saying your pride 
right and your understanding that you, you couldn't have possibly done it alone. But then to be willing to do it is, is, is another story. Uh, and and it, it, it's so amazing that you 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 shared that with us—the fact that you were a a, a, a teenage uh, parent—and uh, the fact of the matter is, here you are sitting here, and now everybody in the world knows how old you. <laughs> you know, and and to think that uh, a lot of times when we look at situations, we find that uh, we tend to think that things are just happening now, like we talk about teenage parents and that kind of thing. Um, and we, we like to think that this thing just started and, and, and we look at those kids and we say, that's a shame, 16 years old having a baby, 17 years old having a baby. And, and the fact of the matter is um, that this has been going on for a very, very long time and we so appreciate you sharing that. And I think what, what you've done is enable us an opportunity to kind of look at things a little differently, you know, and to, and to give us hope that uh, if you could do it, that long ago, we certainly can do it today with all the help that we get. And so I, I, I truly appreciate that. Um, men, and either one of y'all, <laughs> so whatever you want to. <laughs> what is it in, 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 in terms of, of your life, and you can just give me one thing, what can we as a species, the male species, <laughs> what is it that you think that we can do, might be able to do a little differently or a, a little more conducive to a relationship? The one thing I'm going to say is you need to learn how to communicate. I mm. know we women talk an awful lot, and sometimes you probably just ignore us. <laughs> that is not really a good thing because communication is one of the most important things in any relationship, okay. any relationship. Okay. So think about it. That's the one thing that I would make mention of. There are a number of other things, I'm okay. sure, but that's the one thing <laughs> Communication. Communication. Wow, wow. That's our elder talking, y'all. Y'all men better start listening. And you, young lady, <laughs> what do you feel? What, what about men? What can we do a little better? <laughs> well, it's part of communicating is listening. Okay. And so that's, your, that's what you're saying. <laughs> Y'all need to shut up, sit down, and listen. <laughs> but not listening with a dead ear. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> But actually, you know, trying to, you know, connect and, and you know, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. think listening is important for both, for everybody. Right. I think that we tend, all of us tend to want to share what we have mm -hmm. to say more than it's a little bit harder to, to listen um, to the other person. And that's that's not even a male thing or a female thing. Okay. That's just all of us. Mm -hmm. um, but I think listening, you know, to realize that even being in the presence of each other, we don't have to talk. Okay. And we can be connected. And that will make the words more meaningful and more profound. Mm -hmm. You know, when mm -hmm. you just take a breath and just, you know, slow down. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think we can learn to agree to disagree and recognize that everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Everyone okay. is entitled. Okay. Wow. That's something. Something that, before we, before we, we start on the second half of this show, something I really want to um, uh, speak on is Miss, Mrs. G. I heard about uh, uh, something that that you you spoke of yesterday and this is this is really really important to me and i think it's going to help us segue into the second half and that is that you feel that uh in terms of uh, uh how we lead our lives um the the thing that we all must have and i'm sure ms g agrees with you is that we must have some type of foundation from which to uh uh reference what it is the decisions we make and that kind of thing uh, a lot of things are going on in this world today, and I've been talking to a lot of people here lately in terms of their religious and spiritual beliefs and that kind of thing. And there seems to be some kind of uh, dissatisfaction with the way things are going. And it's kind of difficult for us to kind of like um, just uh, be comfortable with where we are, where people have pretty much put us or told us we should be. And in and, and raising our children, we've always, I'm sure, tried to instill something in them in terms of right and wrong and that kind of thing. But a lot of times the different 
uh, methods we use are not conducive to what the children are looking for, and thereby it creates some confusion and some going, some going this way and some going the other way. What, if anything, do you think is the key to uh, discovering who we are in relation to the, the, the larger scheme of things? What, what, is the, what is the key to that? How do you find you and your relationship with the universe? How does that happen, or does it happen? That's a pretty big question. Real big. <laughs> for any one person to answer, I think it's probably different for a lot of different people. KUCI. Hey, you can continue. I'm sorry. Yes, it is. Um, I'm, I'm on the air right now. My discovery was through connecting with nature as a child, having the opportunity to hey, be by myself. Okay, um, thanks so much, man. In the forest, um, to spend time All right. connecting and seeing what the other life forms, the other creatures, the plants, the birds, um, and just, you know, being able to observe and watch the beauty and the miraculousness of creation. And that's been the key for me. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, this phone is jumping off the hook, but, um, yeah, um... So, so basically is that it's not about trying to, trying to, to learn something or trying to develop something, just about being present in, 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 in being present in the presence and, 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 and thereby you can sense or feel what it is that, that you're connected to and how to work with that in terms of decisions you make and that kind of thing. Um, Ms. G., what about you? And, and, and I know um, because of my familiarity with you, you've been in church a long, long time. And uh, I understand that not very long ago, you switched to a, a, a different church. Does that mean that your, your sense of your relationship changes uh, in terms of uh, uh, what makes you determine right, wrong, good, bad, that kind of thing? Or, 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 what, or what does that mean for you? I don't, I don't think that that I was looking at right, wrong, good, mm -hmm. or bad. I okay. think I was strictly looking for something that was going to be beneficial for me and the relationship that I was in at the time. Mm -hmm. So and it seemed like I was pushed into another church, and whether I really learned something new or just learned something in addition to what I knew already okay. was probably what was happening for mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And uh, But the one thing in both places was... Here's my belief is that it's all about love no matter where you go. Okay. We have to look for that. and where I mean, we just have to look for that, and we have to look to love other people and mm -hmm. to recognize that love is what it's all about. I mean, that's actually what it's all about. God is love, and we should all be doing that, and I think that's the way for us to reach out to other people. I mean, whether we know them or not, and I say this, sometimes it's just a matter of, of smiling at somebody that's passing mm -hmm. by you, somebody mm -hmm. that you might not even know. There are any number of different things that we can do mm -hmm. um, that will bring that across for many, many people who might right. not. I mean, it, whether you know them or not, it means it shows some signs of love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of put that together because, I, I mean, I, I, I hear the same thing. It's, it's both love, but it's two kind of two uh, means of, of, of experiencing it. And, and, and Mrs. G talks about uh, nature and, and being one with, with the universe and being able to sit and, 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 and feel the presence of love uh, outside in the universe. And you, on, on the other hand, not on the other hand, but in addition to that, are talking about feeling that same sense of love through other people and your interaction with other people. But basically it's all the same thing. What we're all are saying, I think, is that the, 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 the main objective in terms of our, our spirituality or our relationship with, with, with the higher power and with others is looking at, you know, and not really uh, going at it, but just experiencing the love that's always present, just experiencing that. And, and by doing so, we'll be able to determine our decision in terms of what they call right or wrong, good or bad. And so I, I, I truly appreciate that. And as I said, I think it's a nice segue into what uh, we're getting ready to go to in the second half of this show. And that is my reason for not having been here uh, for the past couple of weeks. And, 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 and what has happened is that um, I guess I'm going to just tell you guys a story what happened. Um, I was... Um, 
experiencing a, 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 a knot on my back, and it had happened in another, another area of my neck. I had had one on my, on my neck before, and um, after about, I'd say about two or three weeks, it went away. And so when I, when I got this one on my back, um, I, I assumed that it would go away like the first one did, but it didn't, and it started getting bigger. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, I'm really, really uh, adamantly, well, it's changed since that time, but I was really adamantly uh, against traditional medicine. You know, and, 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 and the reason being is because I know, um, and, and this might be just an opinion, but it's what I believe, you know, that, the, that the, for the all intent purposes, medicine is about making money. And so um, I said that, you know, early on in my life, I guess I was probably about 20 years old that I decided to do alter alternative healing. There were some incidents where, you know, I had to go to the hospital. I had, you know, a couple of things, tuberculosis, mononucleosis, hepatitis, you know, just, just things from doing, you know, from doing the drugs that I used to do. And I had to go to the hospital because I was unconscious and they took me there and they, you know, and they worked on me. Um, but if it had been my choice, I would not have gone. But anyway, what happened this time was that I was seeing an, uh, alternative healers and uh, I, I uh, had seen a, a, an acupuncturist. And um, he kind of went along with what I was saying. Well, Calvin, I think you should see a doctor, but, you know, we can do this and we can do that. And then I went to another one, and this guy said, he said, let me see what you're talking about. Let me see this thing on your back. And he told me, Calvin, you have to go see a doctor because I'm not going to even try to treat you. So I went. They did the biopsy, and they came back with the uh, diagnosis that I had lymphoma, which is a uh, cancer of the lymph system. And... Um, Surprisingly, not surprisingly, but, but uh, uh, just amazingly, um, because of my, my, the thing that, 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 that they just talked about in terms of loving one another and, and being one with nature and just trying to be uh, present in the present, you know, and understanding that, that everything is going to be as it should be and all we have to do is to be able to sit and accept that as it is. Not saying that we're able to all the time, but I believe that it was that kind of connection that I experienced that, that allowed me to be where I am today, sitting here talking to you guys. And so what happened was that I went, I went to the doctor, they did the biopsy, they said, well, you have cancer, and, I, and they said, you need to see an oncologist. I went to see the oncologist, and uh, she really turned me, turned me around because she told me I had six months to live, and I don't, you know, I don't like people telling me how much time I got. So I said, let me go see somebody else. See, can I give me a little more time or something? But anyway, I went to, uh, you know, I went to uh, get a second opinion at UCLA, and I I, and I and I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, that's really, really a good hospital. If I had to go to the hospital again, and I, I will, I'm sure, because of the continued treatments. But uh, I, I, would, I, would, I would make that choice. Uh, but I haven't been to one in Irvine, so we'll see. <laughs> but anyway, um, so so that's what happened. And uh, I went to see the, the, the second doctor and she looked at me and, and it was Wednesday, y'all, Wednesday before last. And she said that you should have been in the hospital weeks ago. And I was like, wow, weeks ago. And I told her, I said, but my show is today. <laughs> you know, I only plan to be here for a little while. I didn't plan on being here all day long. She said, well, you have a choice. You either come go to the doctor today or you go tomorrow. You know, and y'all, you, you know I wanted to come here, but I figured, you know, maybe this time I should stay. And so I went into the hospital Wednesday before last, and uh, I got out of the hospital this past Wednesday, and uh, um, I, I, I've been through one, one stage of chemo, and uh, uh, things are, as, they, as far as they know, they say I'm doing pretty well. As a matter of fact, uh, they said that I was too, looking too good to go back into the hospital, so they want to continue the chemo on an outpatient basis. And as a matter of fact, uh, it might, I might be able and probably will be able to get my treatments um, uh, as an outpatient here in, 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 in Irvine, you know, a connection here in Irvine, which would be better for me than going to, to Santa Monica. But anyway, uh, and, that, and I, I needed you guys to know that. And, uh, 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 and as I said uh, earlier during the show, what had happened is that I had another interview and he had to cancel because of a dinner engagement. And so the two mystery guests are two young ladies who have been caring for me 
uh, since last Thursday. Well, well, one of them has been caring for me all, all you know, all my life. <laughs> Another one took over about three years ago. <laughs> and so the Ms. Gant you heard is my mama. <laughs> That's my mama, y'all. Y'all give her a hand. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> And the Mrs. G, that's my little wife, you know. And uh, and I'm, I'm I'm here to tell you that is nothing like that kind of support, you know. And and I know that it would not be as as uh, as good as it is if it were not for these two. And I so so appreciate them. And it, it, it's amazing. I don't know if any of you guys have ever experience anything of that nature of this nature but it's it's some really difficult stuff i'm a really active guy and it's so difficult for me to be still you know as a matter of fact <laughs> as a matter of fact i was um when i went to get my biopsy <laughs> it was on a wednesday y'all <laughs> my last show as a matter of fact <laughs> and the guy you know it, it came back positive all that kind of stuff but i but 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 they said because I told my wife I said Nicole, as soon as we get done with this, you know, I got to get to the radio station. You're gonna drive me to the radio station. And she knows me. She said, Yeah, Calvin, I'm gonna drive you to the radio station. And so they said that um that was the speediest recovery <laughs> from a biopsy that they had ever seen, that they had ever witnessed. Because I don't know what was going on in my little head, but I knew I had to get to the show. And I think I got out of there at maybe two thirty. Or, or whatever it is, and me and me and my little wife, we ran home, we got something eating, we ran our little bus over here to the show, and I was able to do the show. And 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 what I told my doctor when I went, in, I told her that I'm supposed to be doing the show today, but I'm gonna sacrifice that for you. But my treatments cannot be on a Wednesday, and so she worked it out. So I'm gonna be here on Wednesday to continue my show, and I'm just so happy about that. And I'm so happy for you guys, to you guys rather, for listening in. I'm so happy for these two wonderful ladies who are in my life. And uh, I just really, really appreciate what they're doing because they, they knew that, um, that they were going to be on this show today, but they only found out last night that they were going to be the guests. And so they, they, uh, they're excited as I am, believe me. And that's probably some of the stuff that you were hearing on the show. And so, again, I just, I just so appreciate it. And, and my, my, my passion for life and, and passion for doing this show has accelerated to a degree that I, you know, it's just, it's just amazing. And right now I have no idea uh, where we're going with this, but I do, do know for a fact that I want to I wanna give a face you know, to, to, the, to the situation in, 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 in our health industry, our health field, you know, because it's something that, like my mother talked about in terms of nutrition and exercise and things of that nature, I know for a fact that had I not been as, as, as dedicated to being healthy as I was, I don't know what type of shape I would be in today. And this thing, it, it knows no colors, it knows no, no religion, uh, no age, none of that stuff. You know, cancer is some serious stuff, and uh, it's hitting us all over the place. And and uh, and, and I, I'm not going to I'm not going to be, you know, talking about this stuff every show all day. long. I'm not going to do that. But I know something is going to be taking place where I could express my feelings about what it is. And, and, and I want to tell you something but that my nephew told me the other day. Uh, as you guys know, those who listen to me on a regular basis, you know that Calvin is going to talk about himself, you know, and he's going to tell you all his business. <laughs> All the things that he's done. So you know about my drug, you, you know everything about me. And I told my nephew, I said, yeah, yeah, man, I don't, I said something, something's going on. I don't know what this thing is all about, but we just going to go, you know, we just going to go with the flow. Do you know what this young man said to me? He said, Uncle Calvin, you know, sometimes things happen in our lives because the things that we have been discussing up to that point, you know, get to a place where um, they kind of be repetitious. And so I said, wait a minute, man. Are you telling me my stuff is old and I needed some new material? <laughs> he said, that ain't what I was saying, but <laughs> you pretty much hit it on the head. So I got some new material, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to be sharing with you from time to time right here on this show. Okay, let's, let's, get, back. Let's, let's, let's get back to our, I guess, and now, and now you can know them as mama and wife. So, so y'all tell me, what share with, share with the audience what this experience has been like for you these past, what has it been, a, wow, seven or eight days. What has it been like for you guys? It's been any number of things, any number of things. Um, 
And there's always something to learn from whatever happens to you, whatever happens in life. On finding out about it, well, you probably can imagine what it would do to a mother, no matter who the mother is. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was so much going on, and trying to get ready to come here to California was just more than a notion. I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know if I was anxious, if I was excited, if I should cry, I should laugh. I just didn't know what to do. But it was just so wonderful to be able to get here to be with my child and with his wonderful wife. So many things have gone on, and I, I don't even know that I can express what they're like. But I just want you to know that uh, it's, it's just wonderful being able to be around them while he's going through this. And he is doing so wonderfully well. And, and we're just all blessed by that. Wow. What about you, wifey? <laughs> She's trying to hold back the tears, y'all. She'll be there. She'll be at this mic in a minute. I really don't want to talk about this. <laughs> right. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Because you had it on such a high note, but it's mm-hmm. been really hard. Yeah. You know, um, it's a very scary thing. And I know that it's something that a lot of people are facing all over the world, not just with cancer, but with other things, mm-hmm. with other challenges. Um, but I think that we, I'll just say that we, most of the time, most of us, take for granted the fact that life is not promised, that tomorrow is not promised. And Mm -hmm. this type of situation puts it right in our face. Um, The fact that we have this moment and and that we really need to cherish what we have. Um, And and also, you know, we we try to encourage others, especially we as a couple really try to encourage others to be positive and um, the power of the word, the power of positive visualization and, and all of that. And it's like, you know, this is one of our challenges to, to put that into practice. You know, um, it might be different from other people's challenges, but for us, this is our challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of that, you know, I basically, I know, I mean, I basically experienced every possible emotion and all of it simultaneously and I've never experienced that before I mean you know I mean I'm incredibly thankful because you're so resilient you know and at the same time it's just like it's you know it's just a lot of things Mm -hmm. you know and it's not easy it's very it's very scary it's very frustrating um you know, I can't really put it all into words right. that well. Mm-hmm. I think your mom did a really great job putting it into words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. The one thing I would like to say, one additional thing, the fact that this young man has such a positive attitude about everything that goes on his, in his life is, is, is just exciting. I mean, to think about the fact that he can laugh the way he laughs with the things that are going on, because he, he just says, I know everything is going to be all right. I'm not going to be worried about that. That's something that not many of us can say, because we have a tendency to worry about things without giving to thought to the fact that everything is going to be all right. And that's what he says all the time. Everything's already all right. Uh, don't y'all get the wrong impression. I'd be crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and there's a lot of things going on. I just I just shared with my mama um, and my wife uh, earlier earlier today how the, 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 the place that I'm in right now is that I have have never because as I told you guys earlier, I'm a very active person. I've never been in a place where I had to sit down. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I walk 20 steps and I have to sit down. You know, or I have to lay down, or, or I'm, I'm nauseous, or this is going on, that's going on, and I have no control over the situation. So, so it's always moments like this. But you know what? What, what, what comes to me when when things like that happens is, and and that's why I really want to want to want to speak on this uh, from time to time is that the, the, I have I have some really good insurance, y'all. You know, I got some really really good insurance. And, 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 and so the care that I'm getting, I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm definitely getting the proper care, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting some things that most of the people on this planet are not eligible for, you know, and those are the kinds of things I think about when I'm in pain and I'm going through my stuff. I think about the guy that don't have no insurance, 
you know, the guy that, 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 that's, that's and, and, and the women and the kids, you know, that are going through this same thing and they have no help. They mama ain't there, you know, they daddy ain't there, they significant other ain't there, you know, they have no insurance. They go to the doctor and the doctor asks them what kind of insurance you have. They say, I don't have none and they got to go home, you know, and, and, and to think that, 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 that this country, this world, this planet, you know, and all the resources we have and, and all the money we have and all the, I mean, the, the, te- the, the technology and all these things that we have that people can be sick. And, and I know for a fact that I've heard of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I've heard of this stuff happening to people. I've heard of people with cancer. I've heard of people with, with incurable diseases and things that, 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 that just bring them down, you know, and never, ever put it in my, I, 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 never, I never put it on myself. You know, I never even, I, if somebody had told me this, I'd have said, no, not me, buddy. Uh-uh. It ain't going to happen with me. I eat too good. I exercise too much. You know what I'm saying? But now that, now that it's happened, it's opened up an, a, 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 another door for me to see how blessed I still am, you know, and how blessed I've always been. And I, and I just really want to, 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 to reach out to you guys who are listening and, and, and ask you to, to you know, not, not to be sympathetic, empathetic, none of them thetics. You know, don't be that. Love the people, you know, that, 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 that you come in contact with that are experiencing some things that you might not have experienced, but just be, just love them. You know, I I, uh, I had to do something uh, this morning. I have I have people that, you know, young people that that I've, I've you know I've mentored. You know, I, I'm I'm you know I'm their godparents and, and and things of that nature. And and I I I know that kids have probably been like this all their life. But the most important thing for a child today is I need this. I need that. I want this. I want that. So it's always about the money. And I and I called someone today and I said, listen, what I need for you to do, is is to tell. Yo, 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 your grandchildren, you know, when they, when they contact me, give me some love first, then ask me for some money. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I'm asking all of you guys to do that. You know, get, let, 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 let's love each other. Let's love each other and, and put ourselves in other people's shoes because, I, as I said, it can take your pain away when you share in somebody else's pain. It can take your pain away, and that, and that's, and that's really what's holding me is the understanding that uh, you know it ain't that bad. It really ain't that bad because it's people that are really, really suffering because of a real lack, you know, a real lack. And the lack is not because we don't have enough. The lack is because a lot of people want to hold on to, you know, the things that we do have and not share with one another. And we, and and and, and I got, I got to do something about that. You know, so, so that's where I'm at, y'all. And I so, again, appreciate my little wife and my mama coming here and doing this show with me. I so appreciate you guys for listening. And I just want you guys to know that I love you. I am so happy to be back on the air. I don't know what to do. And uh, just, uh, wow, just, just, just grateful. Just grateful to God and to, and to all of you. So um, I need for you guys to stay tuned because Galactic Soup is on next with Israel Medina, and it's going to be starting at 6 o'clock. So you guys stay tuned, and uh, as I say, I holla. <laughs>